This podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. You've never seen me do Vinyl Divers. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Vinyl Divers. What is up, everyone? Hope you've been listening to some A Day to, Rem- a day to Remember. I uh, don't know if any of you actually, you know, went out and listened to him and told, you know, figure out if you liked it or not. Uh, you know, if you did, kind of uh, comment on a post, comment on the album artwork from when I dropped it, and let me know, hey, I checked it out. But that was a fun episode, and I think it's been a week or two and I'm really sorry you know past week has been crazy as hell um this is supposed to be actually recorded and released back on like over the weekend but you know we were kind of busy uh network was in attendance at Nickel City Con uh past Friday Saturday and Sunday it's busy as hell over at the Buffalo Convention Center David Adams uh card and collector shop they do like sports memorabilia and like comic book stuff and, you know, a couple of years back, they started up this Nickel City Con. And, hey, that's kind of how the network began to grow after that started. So I feel like without that, we kind of never would have expanded as we did. You know, we made connections last year. And this year, we I think we're pretty sure we just made a lot more. And, you know, all for the better moving forward. Um, you know, Sean, Chris kind of both say it is a rising tide raises all ships. You know, definitely true. And that's one of the biggest reasons I look forward to Nickel City Con every year. Um, not, not just as a fan to purchase stuff, but to go in and experience and kind of be a part of that environment again. I really love it. It's something, it's like an energy you, you, I thrive off of like, um, by the end of it, you are exhausted, you are tired, you are shot, but during it, you just feed on it. I came home. I was so tired. I don't think I've had the best night, those three best nights of sleep in forever. I fucking slept like a baby. I don't care. I loved it. But I loved every moment of the day. You know, my feet were killing me. But interaction, taking pictures, uh, kind of getting a little bit of uh, meet and greets. I got to talk to a uh, an actor from a show I used to watch back in the day, and it was just really cool. And I love that. So because of all that busyness, I ended up not recording. You know, I wasn't able to get to it. By the time I got home, I was shot, tired, drained. How my one cousin just had her birthday, and everyone went out in the family, and I was like, guys, I'm sorry, I, I can't. I'm tired. Um, or at least I hope Amber told them. I'm pretty sure she texted everyone, or at least my mom, to let her know that I was busy. She probably, no, she didn't. Um, see, the reason I know that she didn't is because she's actually in studio with us tonight. It is, uh, it's the first time I've had her on mic. I don't think she's ever been out on a podcast before. She's tried to attempt to record podcasts on her own. They go absolutely nowhere as of right now. I think they're, I don't know. We'll see if Thanks. they go anywhere. Rude. But um, she's here for a reason is because there's a band that if I attempted to do one of their albums with without her, pretty sure I'd get stabbed in the neck. Um, pretty sure you already did one of my favorite bands without me. Which one? Fever You Can't Sweat Out. I didn't okay. do it yet. You haven't done that one yet? No. Fucking better not. Told you. Chris wanted me to and that's how we got to this album. Chris better not. Uh-oh. You can you can tell him that right now. But 
the album where I'm doing, I'm bringing to you today. Honestly, it's not even me. Amber's going to be bringing it. Uh, this is a band that I vaguely remember throughout high school because of girls screaming songs in the halls. I wasn't so much into pop punk yet. I was more still into my ska phase and I didn't care about these guys. I kind of knew them from like school dances, but I think this is one of the songs that they got big off of. I just need you to be careful of what you say and how you I refer know, right? to Fallout Boy. We're bringing out Fallout Boy's Infinity Empire. Thriller. That's the first song off of Follow Boys Infinity on High. Why is this album that great? I'm just curious. So, and I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I'm not genuinely, like, I'm not, I don't sincerely, genuinely hate it. It's, it's, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate to figure out why do you like this album that much? Because so, that first song was pretty cool, and I like how they brought in a slow. So, first of all, if you like that song, the very beginning, the person that's, like, speaking is actually Travi McCoy from, uh, Gym class heroes um as you would recall the song cupid um chokehold cupid's chokehold by gym class heroes honestly i i sad to say that i've only listened to a very little bit of gym class heroes if you but i know but i never i've I've never heard anyone else bring them up to me in conversation i thought it was like one of those like it's kind of like when i found uh mayday parade no one ever introduced me to mayday parade it was an accident it was pure accident that i found it was a pandora shuffle Yes. No, I never. Pandora is the best. I found I found Mayday Parade on some kind on a Pandora shuffle before Spotify before like that's how I found Pandora's them. Pandora's algorithm for music is like the original Snapchat. I'm not or even not chat, Snapchat Instagram. I they have a perfect like to hit ratio. I think every single when I, that's how I found them on uh, Found Streetlight Manifesto before anyone else introduced me. I didn't know what it was. It was like an odd off song, but it liked enough of what I liked. It had me picked perfectly. No, I would have, I don't know. I like Pandora's way of making stations, but they're not as, like, like Spotify tries to do the same thing. Spotify tries to have, like, a radio and stuff, which I think is nice, but for some reason, there's something much better about the Pandora one that I just don't know how they do it, but the Pandora radio station to the bomb. We're totally off topic. It's okay. I want but, to talk about Fallout Boy. Okay, so how did you get to Fallout Boy? So in 2007, I was about to go into seventh grade. I was in my summer, right before seventh grade. And when, I think it was my first year going to this new camp. It was called Camp Bayview. And I had the biggest crush on this kid named Matt. And he had like the long emo hair that covered his face, but he had abs and we were like 11 and 12 and he was just like the cutest guy ever. (laughs) And I had the biggest crush on him. So when we had what was called Baystock, it was Bayview Woodstock. It was basically like, you know how summer camps do talent shows 
we did Baystock, which was basically each age group, girls in, you know, each age group and the guys in each age group would get together and do um, like a lip syncing routine. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. So we all did, like we all would plan for weeks, like what we were going to do. And I honestly cannot tell you for the life of me what I did in that, but I can tell you what Matt Ragsdale did. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. I was obsessed with him. Come to find out later, he never actually even liked Fallout Boy, but... (laughs) <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So okay. so this kid that Okay, hold on. Th- Let wait, me back wait, up. No, 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 hold on. No. No, what you just told me is that this kid that you had this huge crush on that you obsessed over for the summer. That did you know him prior to that summer? No, I never. Okay, okay, him. no. So this guy that you had just met at summer camp, obsessed with throughout that entire summer to the point of he played he probably he lip synced a song from Follow Boy. And because we're currently dating, I know how much you love Follow Boy. You love them that much. Did I, I miss anything? For- I was okay, so if I wasn't obsessed with Matt at that time, I probably would not have cared about what the music was that he had played. But because I was obsessed with Matt at the time, um he was so cute wait like he had his air guitar and he was like doing the cool air guitar thing um that like they whipped their hair around in a circle and they were pretending to play the guitar and it was like so hot for me when i was 12 and i um i was so into it i was like yeah this is awesome this rocks what song is this And so when I went home, I looked up the song and I found out like it was Fall Out Boy. And as I was like going through the stuff that I had known about Fall Out Boy, I realized that I had actually heard songs from them before and I just didn't know what the song was. So when I was first introduced to Fall Out Boy, like this was matt was the first time i'd ever been introduced to fallout boy but i didn't realize that i had actually heard them before dance dance was a really really big hit for them in like i want to say 2005 maybe 2003 it's like really really old um but dance dance was really really big and everyone knew that song and i knew that song but i didn't realize it was fallout boy and i remember i was telling one of my friends i was like oh this really cute guy he did this and this and this and I told them about this band that I had fallen in love with because of this cute guy at camp. And they were just like, yeah, you've never heard them before. Like that's, that's fallout boy. They have the song. Like, but I fell in love with them because I was obsessed with a boy. So what was the first song you heard from them off this album? He did. Thanks for the memories. Gonna make it bend and break. Say a prayer, but let the good times roll. In case God doesn't show. And I want these words to make things right, but it's the wrongs that make the words come to life. But who does he think he is? If that's the worst you got, better put your. All right. 
So the song, Thanks for the Memories, it's your first introduction to Fall Out Boy, was sang by a kid who had no interest in him, apparently. How the hell did you find out if he had no interest in Fall Out Boy? I think I, like, brought them up, like, the next summer when, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we went back to the summer camp. So the next summer, I had brought them up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was listening to Fall Out Boy. He's like, oh, I never really listened to them. And I was like, did them at Woods at Baystock last year. And there's like, mm-hmm, I, yeah, but like that wasn't, I didn't choose that song. I was like, oh my God. But by then I was too deep in, I was too deep into Fall Out Boy. I mean, it's a good song. It's not bad. I see to the seven, see seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. See, I completely avoided pop punk at that point, And I was pretty much deep into hair metal. Yeah, so I completely missed like the early Ew. Fall Out Boy. Say like, Dance Dance. I feel like I know that from like a Disney movie. Or, I, I know it from somewhere else. Dance Dance was definitely in something, but I literally cannot like, I tell like you what it was. It was in a party scene in like a, like a Lizzie McGuire like, type of movie. every party scene. Like that's the party song. Like not even like, like, a, like a kid's movie. That's where I feel like I heard it from. So I don't know. I just missed Fall Out Boy then, but. Fallout Boy then is a lot better than Fallout Boy now. You don't like the new album? Not even remotely. Have you? How many chances have you given it? I I know the lyrics to multiple songs on there. Like I've given it enough chances. I just am disappointed in them. I, it almost feels like they're sellouts, and I have always been supportive of them changing their sound and you know trying new things but this was just it it just what it felt like a sellout it didn't feel like they were trying something new it felt like they were just putting something out because they needed another record on their record label contract hmm but it's i mean they've had other songs like or other CDs before this other albums i should say um like the before Mania, Falea de was like the worst album. And it even featured uh Brendan Yuri from Panic at the Disco on there. Um Twenty Dollar Nosebleed, it's one of the, the end songs. Um that which is really good, but Infinity on High is probably is my favorite album. I have, you know, favorite songs from each album, but Infinity on High, I know every word to every song on the entire album from, you know, first to last, back to forth, like everything. I say today was the first time I listened to it in full because I've heard I've heard that one before. And then and I've heard your other song. But before we get to that, we are going to take a quick commercial break. They call me Hey, put any console in front of me, and I 
I'm the best. You trying to beat me is just a test. But you gon' fail it. F. Every single time you run up on it, it's a guess. Cause you never know what I'm coming with. You never know where I'm coming from. You don't know what I dealt with. You don't know what I'm doing, son. I'm the one. Like Neo. And I sing. Like Neo. Hanging in the backseat. With the gang, hey. hanging in the backseat. With the gang, hey. hanging in the backseat. With the gang, hey. with the gang, network gang. Woo. Hanging in the backseat. With the gang, hanging in the backseat. With the gang, Woo. hanging in the backseat. With the gang, network gang, hey. baby, network gang. Hey. No. www.bicbp-radio.com for all your podcasting needs and necessities. It's your boy, C-Ham. Yes, sir. A.K.A. A.K.A. the World Heavyweight Champion of Live Broadcasting. A.K.A. A.K.A. Abraham DeLacy. A.K.A. the frivolous one. A.K.A. the one they call him. Ham. (laughs) And we're back. That was a fun commercial. We've been uh, getting more of those out, and there should be more coming to all of you. Thank you for uh, liking that. Anyway, so we were going back to your favorite song off the album. So, what is it? Thanks for the memories was the was the first way the first introduction to them that you had. Correct. Did you have your favorite song right after that, or was there something that? Like how did was it one of those like there's some there's albums I listen to now like um for example, um, Keys Be Nights either the Streetlight Manifesto edition or the Catch Twenty Two, I always liked keep the actual song Keys Be Nights and uh, Hey Sergio, and I never took appreciation or and Christina she don't know I exist, never took appreciation to um uh, I never had appreciation really for the song one two three four one two three four. As I've gotten older, it's just the more I listen to it, the more I listen to it. It's just like that is now my favorite song off the album or one of them. Did this song come to you instantly or, or was it a build? Um, I honestly, when I first heard the album, I cannot tell you what my favorite song was on that album. I cannot remember. I remember, I think the second or third song, the music video of that came out um, right around the same time. Uh I'm like a lawyer. I'm the way I'm always getting you off. I'm like yes. a lawyer with how the way I'm always getting you off. I'll tell you, I was listening to that one today, and this one was like, wait, oh, what is it? She puts, what is it? It's a she costs a penny to take out, but it costs a dollar to put it in her, or something like that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that um, is some like that's hey, some. This one's really fitting. I've got all the ringing in my ears and none on my fingers. It's funny. And then uh, you're crashing, but you're no wave. Afterlife party, after in parentheses. Yep, they're definitely definitely good. Uh, but there is who does so? Who does the writing then? Specific is it? So Pete Wentz, the bassist, uh, does. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, the bassist. Pete Wentz, the bassist, is um, probably one of the most famous on them. I think it's between Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump. Um, Pete Wentz writes almost all of the lyrics. I mean, all of them help out, but it's mainly Pete Wentz. Uh, was married to Ashley Simpson and all that stuff. I actually, um, oh, I was like three feet away from Pete Wentz once. 
and um i best moment of your life i wanted to say something so bad i've never wanted anything more than to meet fallout boy even now even after that shit show of a mania album i would still want to meet them and i would want to get every single one of their signatures tattooed on me and that is because my favorite song hum hallelujah got me through everything So that's your favorite song that is my favorite fallout boy song of all time why that song has gotten me through every rejection from any guy ever in my whole life since i've been in seventh grade even even matt ragsdale the one that i found fallout boy from when i realized that i had no chance with him um that song got me through that when every other guy up until junior year rejected me that song got me through and when my long-term boyfriend throughout high school cheated on me i remember actually my 18th birthday i spent driving around bumfuck nowhere crying with this Infinity on High album playing, blasting in my car. Damn. It's it. And I don't know why, because looking back, I feel like I listen to a lot better music now. And I honestly, I feel like it's not the best. I pull out, I pulled Attack Attack out of the freaking YouTube hole. High school music. It's never that good. Yeah, I, we think, I don't know but why. yet it's hey, it it's one of the, it's it's sometimes some of those mute songs that compared to what we li- like your music tastes evolved. It doesn't mean it wasn't good. Yeah, and that like that I'm not like listening I said, to what I listened to then. Even now, though, even now when I'm upset and I am depressed or sad or something, I always put that on and I never get tired of it ever. And I know every word to that entire album. I know every word to Hum Hallelujah. I plan on getting Hum Hallelujah tattooed on my arm somewhere. Um, it's just so weirdly uh, like important to me. Get it all out? I guess. I don't know. That was a big sigh. I, I, was, I was like, <sighs> well, I'm trying not to breathe too much into the microphone. You're fine. You're um, good. But that album so that album and save rock and roll gotten through a lot of stuff um infinity on high will forever be my favorite um i love the way it each song rolls into the next and then um the very very last song as soon as it plays and fades out at the very end it just goes now press repeat i saw i heard that when i went through and it kind of shuffles back home and you're like wait 
Did I accidentally? Does it auto repeat? And you're like, no, it didn't. That was me hitting play on accident. Well, if you used to, well, when I first got that album, I had a Walkman because I was trying to bring them back in seventh grade, mainly because my mom and I didn't, we didn't, we couldn't afford it like an iPod. Everyone had iPods. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to try to bring back the Walkman. It didn't go over well. The Walkman is the, like the cassettes? No, the CD players. Oh, CD. Oh. The, the, the disc players that were like the size of your fucking head that you tried to put I in I had your one pants. back in like fourth or back in like fifth grade. Yeah, well, everyone had iPods. I got an iPod till seventh grade. Eighth grade. You're a year older than me, plus I was in seventh grade. So you were in, in middle school already. Yeah. You, you had an iPod in middle school. I had a Walkman. Yeah, and it's all good. So I had to get, I was like carrying around my Fall Out Boy album and I had my Walkman. And then when I got my first car, I um, immediately put that one in. I would roll down my windows and listen to that album. And that, that album just followed me everywhere. And even now, like I'm not even, I don't have many vinyls, but one of the first it's one of the first ones you got one of the first vinyls i ever had to get was infinity on high it's something that i just have to have with me um and no i never get tired of it ever i think you got that i think it was literally the first one when when we were like all right i have a vinyl set when i first started having my vinyl section in the corner i think you were just like so i'm getting some and i'm like oh you are and sure enough you did yeah it it makes sense for it to be my first one. Um, other than like a now 17 album that I had, that was like the f- most, That that's the one I remember the most. It, receiving, or I don't even remember receiving it actually. I just remember having it with me at all times and just listening to it in my CD player while I took showers because we didn't, because there's no Bluetooth, there is no speakers. You had to get your CD player and plug it in and put it on top of the toilet. And hope nothing got electrocuted. And hope nothing got electrocuted. Exactly. I remember, I remember washing the kid, the bathroom at my mom's house and like having like a CD player, and you're just like, I hope the electricity and the steam and the humidity doesn't fuck up my CD. And oh my god, I always thought about the humidity and that's, like, in that's there, gonna like, mess like, up my CD, the CD player. player. Yeah. Uh, so. Thank you for coming on. I have right before we go, I have a question to ask you. Yeah. Shoot. On the off chance that Fall of Boy or Pete Wentz or any of the band members somehow end up hearing this, what's the one thing you would want them you'd want to ask or say to them? Oh my God, that's really difficult. Quick. Like I, boom, uh, like you, like you're. We I just walk, meet we them. walk, we no, you, no, you don't. Like we walk into Masudo Chow's follow up boys right there, and you're just like, you got to do it now or never. You just walk and be like, sobbing. And you don't understand, Anthony. <laughs> Shh. Shh. You need to quiet down. You don't understand. It's so funny because I could, I literally can see it happening instantly. I can see it and like turn around, <gasps> cry. Guys, this you don't understand. This is the this is the girlfriend that nearly cried when I when I told her that the stairs she walked up or the stairs that Pete once walked up. I um I didn't nearly cry. I did cry. You did? I didn't see. I actually I I teared up. I purposely do not think about that time because it makes me really sick to my stomach. 
I missed the chance to meet Fallout Boy. Did you work that night? I don't even know what I was doing, but I would have left anything to be there and meet Fallout Boy. But you know what though? That's that's right before everyone started showing up at Masudo Chow's as a thing. That was still before it was like, okay, Listen, this is the place that to makes be. it worse, dude. That means so that unknown. they'll never come back. No, they'll no, never no, want to no. hang out yes. there. No, that's the place that bands want to show up. Listen, we listen, just saw we just listen, saw Hellstorm there. Listen, listen, Linda. Hush. I if I ever have the chance to meet Fallout Boy, I will cry. I will be like the Beatles fans sobbing with signs in their hand, right, like so, fainting. So let's say I you're, will able to get a, you're able to get a sentence out before. Like what's the first thing like, or let's say you hold it together. What's what's the thing that you oh. say to them? Like you don't have time to react. Like you literally walk and you see them and you don't cry. So you're like, I'm going to go say this. I love you. Like there's like no question. Like, I, like thoughtful. No, no, no. No, if I could actually. And like no. if they. Actually, no. Listen. Correction. So, Hold on. So my initial question, I realized two different questions. I shouldn't have put a time limit on it. If you do, by some god chance, they do end up hearing that or hearing this, and you're able to say one thing to them or have them hear one thing or question, what do you want them to hear? I want them Either to a question know, or a statement. I want them to know that if they're listening to this, um, that. I'm not angry at you for the possible idea that you may have sell, sold out for uh, Mania. Um, please ignore what I just said about Mania. Um, and then also know that I am always rooting for you guys to have the best life. Uh, I follow all of them on Instagram and make sure that they're all living living a good life and having kids and growing up. But the number one thing I think is so cliche to say, but I honestly mean it with art is that they're getting me through so much in my life and maybe not as much right now but in my developmental years they they got me through everything since seventh grade it's been 10 plus years that i've been listening to fallout boy and i would want them to know that no matter what i'll always be a huge fan no matter what they shaped a big part of me and they've always had a very big influence on me and I love them. That's awesome. Well, Amber, thank you for joining on. Um, well, to get you on for, you'll, I mean, we all like, a fever you can't sweat out. Fever you can't sweat Brandon out. Uri. I, that's my second favorite band. They were both on the same record. Uh, record label fueled by ramen with gym class heroes. Wait, who started fueled by ramen? Isn't it? Um, no. So actually, Pete once has his own. Um, oh, they left it, right? They, I mean, no, no one's with fueled by ramen anymore. I don't That's even know if fueled by ramen is even there anymore. Different episode. We'll go into that. <laughs> we'll we'll come prepared. But yeah, no. Pete Pete once has his own record label now, and I think they do everything through that. Do you like the music that they put out through his label? I have not listened to anything. Um, I was at one of his, the concerts and they actually had one of his uh, recording people there. I honestly want to say that one of them is Hoodie Allen. And you, you probably don't know who Hoodie Allen is, but um, Lindsay does and a couple other people do. 
I mean, I, I want, I honestly want to get into a later discussion with, I don't know who, whoever would come on, maybe you, but I think I really want to go into record labels. Cause I, that's one thing I really do love is that I didn't, I don't know why I just, it kind of clicked now. Obviously people follow it. I never thought to follow record labels until like later on in musical development. It was like end of high school when I was like, Oh wait, all the bands that I like are all on the same labels. I never made that connection. So I really find it labels are, are intriguing. Pause. Um, what? Decade Dance. That's what it's called. That's Pete Wentz's record label, Decade Dance. Okay. Well, check DC out. D2 Decade Dance Records. All right. All right. I'll check them out. Um, Anything you want to say before we sign off? Thanks for having me. Um, I don't think I did too bad. Don't think you did either. Until <laughs> uh, next time, thank you, Amber, for joining us. Uh, divers, keep on searching, listening to good music. Uh, check out the network at bicbp-radio.com. Um, we have the first official Western New York PodCon. Uh, the network's throwing on a giant showcase for a bunch of podcasters, local and some from out of state. Have a couple of vendors coming in. Um, it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be August third in Niagara Falls. Stay tuned for some more details and announcements. Uh, again, check out the network. Support our Instagrams, other podcasters. Check out the guys over at Pushed Our Podcast, a Two Point Conversation, Vinyl. Uh, I'm Vinyl Divers, Power Rangers in Cyberspace, Harley Kayfabe, Harley Awesome, History Creeps. Oh my God, they just did a Ted Bundy episode. A few, uh, a little bit ago, it was a few weeks back. I'm backtracking through stuff, and dear God, the the Bundy episode was great, and uh, love their episodes, love their shows. Check them out, support us, and uh, show the love. Give us some ratings and reviews on iTunes. This stuff really actually does help with numbers and metrics. Uh, we really need to keep those going up. Uh, see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>